Thank you for listening and welcome to the Life Radio Show, a proud member of the SJ Network and Realm of the Mist Entertainment. I'm your host, Don Smith. I got the chance on a Friday evening to chat with Cameron Dole from the podcast Good Questions with Cameron Dole. Cameron is a radio morning show host and an avid GPS adventurer. If you enjoy the show, like and follow The Life 1069 on Facebook and Don Smith Comedy on Twitter, or tune in live on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM, or you can stream the show live at WWSU1069.org. Overwhelms me. A brutal presence. The Life Radio Show is now brought to you in part by the Nurses Guild of Florida, experts in home health care. Go to thenursesguild.com for more information. This podcast is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and for contact information on publicist Steve Joyner. All right. Hey, welcome to the Life Radio Show. I'm your host, Don Smith. I, I want to uh, put out a disclaimer right away for my regular listeners. Uh, I am on call for my uh, nine to five job for the next week and a half, two weeks. So I truly hope that my lack of drinking does not affect show quality. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still going to try to keep it as I'm going to pretend as if I'm still drinking vodka as we're talking. But because uh, I'm here for you, I'm, I'm, I sacrifice that for my listeners. Uh, my guest has already zoomed in with me. We have Cameron Dole from Good Questions with Cameron Dole. What's happening, sir? What's up, my friend? Uh, not a whole lot. Just uh, not drinking vodka. It's That's, it's that's uncalled for. It, it is. It's it's an adjustment right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've become quite fond of it. <laughs> oh, making myself out to be a terrible alcoholic right at the beginning of the show. That's that's a fantastic way to introduce myself. Yeah, w- welcome to all the kids that are listening. Right. <laughs> I think I think we chased them off already yeah. years ago. So <laughs> so tell me a little bit about uh, about good questions. With Cameron well, it, Dole, how did that get started? It was actually uh, brought to uh, several folks over the last seven years. I've been doing a lot of interviews, and uh, several times folks would be like, hey, where can we uh, check out the, the interviews that you do on the morning shows? And uh, I, I would load, you know, like one here and there on SoundCloud, but you only had so much, and uh, I, I really didn't want to invest the extra time. Uh, in into the podcast didn't really have the extra time, but you know, 2020 happened, and we all, we all end up spending more time and uh, learning uh, how to record and do so many other things at home. So uh, it just kind of went hand in hand, and uh, the podcast. Uh, I, I sat down one day and was like, "Okay, we're going to do it." And uh, so we started about two months ago, and uh, nice. It, it's. Uh, a, l- a little bit more work than I was expecting. <laughs> I am not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it just the editing or? Uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a morning guy and a production guy. And so, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm so picky about everything. It has to be just right. And yeah. uh, so, so I, I kill myself on editing and then I'm learning the marketing side. That's what's That's what the hard part is is learning the marketing, you know, the hashtagging and, uh, you know, the tagging everybody and every post that you make and sending yeah. it to the right groups. Uh, that's, that's, that's the challenge right there. Yeah, that, that's, that's very tricky. It took me a while before I started putting hashtags on anything. And now, 
I feel, I feel like I overdo it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll put random hashtags that don't really have anything to do with my show just to try to throw people off. Every now and then. <laughs> They're like, why, why am I listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> Which is really what I want. I want people to hear my show and go, why am I listening to this? <laughs> that, that's your listener base. Right, right. Just confused, a little bit confused, (laughs) and even at times incredulous. That's really (laughs) (laughs) because that's how I feel most of the time. So I I like to share that. So, uh, so you started out uh, as a radio radio personality, radio DJ, right? Yeah, I've been doing that since uh, two thousand three. Kind of fell in, fell into radio and. was doing radio sales and uh, I, I think I mentioned to you before uh, the Ohio players were some of the first people that I ever uh, was able to, con- to, to connect with as far as uh, celebrity or entertainers or anything right. and uh, learned about interviewing and promoting. And from that, I went to our manager and I was like, Hey, you know, I, I think I could do something on the air. And he said, uh, you'll never get to do it. Nobody will ever let you do it. And, <laughs> That's one of those things that, uh, you know, I get really inspired whenever somebody tells me I can't do something. So uh, it was about motivation. Yeah, it was about six weeks later and I had a a morning show on a hundred thousand watt hot AC station in Altus, (laughs) Oklahoma, 17 years ago. So nice. (laughs) It worked out all right. So it's the, the podcast wasn't a natural transition, just kind of a cure for boredom, but now it's taking on more with the, the extra editing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the, the earlier ones I was doing, uh, uh, sharing a lot of archived interviews. I mean, I've saved pretty much every interview that I've ever done. I mean, all the way back to the terrible ones I did back in 2002 <laughs> and 2003, there were some terrible ones out there. I, and, I uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, and the reason I keep those is that those are the ones that, yeah, we're really special. I mean, I had a little Jimmy Dickens interview. I had a Glenn Campbell interview from now. Those will never make air. Those will never go on the podcast. They're so terrible, but uh, just the content, just having the ability to talk to those guys and uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's fun to look back and listen, but yeah, I'm not going to share those with anybody. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of, wish I had some of like my first ones when, before I did a podcast. Cause I was like you, I didn't really want to take the time for a podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then four years ago after doing the radio for two years where it was just radio, I decided to introduce it as a podcast as well. And I spent the first show was a two hour show and I was eight hours into editing it. Yep. And I was like, maybe 40 minutes into the show. <laughs> nice. And I thought, no, I am not doing this. <laughs> oh, my show goes out with as a live show with a lot of flaws. I, <laughs> I decided I'm, I'm just going to do a live show and then people can listen and listen to it after it's already done. You know, That's cool. I'll, I'll record it as a live show. Cause yeah, if you're, I was very picky about my editing on the first show and I had, I think there were five people in the studio with me. So it was a madhouse and Mm -hmm. there was no real good way to edit that. And I thought I'm going to drive myself nuts if I try to edit everyone to perfection. So 
now my show is what 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 I was doing was I'd do the live show in the studio. I'd record it. I'd cut the intro and outro off, and I'd put my own podcast on, and I'd do it that way. Right. And mm-hmm. it's like everything else. They're just going to have to understand it's a live show. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I have edited a bit more lately when I've had the time, but uh, yeah, it's it'll definitely it will definitely take your time. Yes. So, uh, what got you? You said you were in radio sales before you uh, were told you couldn't be on air, and you did it anyway. Yeah. Uh, what <laughs> What got you into radio sales? Was radio something you were leaning toward, or it, it, it was not anything? It's it's all it, everything just fell into place. I mean, it's uh, I, I mean the story. If you really want to take it, it goes all the way back to uh, let me see. What have been in the spring or fall of nineteen ninety two? Oh. I filled I filled in in college as a PA announcer or a PA announcer at the college I was at got pneumonia and was out for like a month. And so they, I was at every basketball practice. And so the, the coach was like, well, if anybody's going to fill in, you got to be the one that does it. And I'm like, I've never been an announcer for anything. And so anyway, tuck that away. I did those, did like 10 games, forgot about it, never thought about it ever again. Um, my nephew was playing ninth grade football and the PA announcer didn't show up. So my brother, my brother goes, Hey, you did some college games. And when you were in college, just go up there, they'll pay you for it. And so I went up there and uh, I announced terribly. And uh, apparently my voice was loud enough and clear enough that um, word got out and the athletic director offered me a job as the voice of the Madison Cubs basketball team, which small school, Southeast Indiana basketball's life. I mean, it's standing room every game. And uh, the the station manager heard me one night, said, hey, uh, if you ever need a job, come in. But he wouldn't give me a job on the air. What Anyway, so. <laughs> you ever need a job not on the air? I've heard you. No, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not a compliment, I don't think. Exactly. <laughs> Was it the same station manager that told you you'd never get a show? Exactly. Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> well, that's an interesting way to get in. Like you said, you fell into it, and that's often a fun way to get into anything. Yeah. And, and everything has uh, been taught and learned by the School of Hard Knocks. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a very expensive tuition usually. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember my, my first time on the air uh, doing my own show was an absolute wreck. That's that's one I wish I had recorded. <laughs> just just so I could have a laugh and look back at it. Because we, we didn't get to start the show until like 25 minutes late because we were locked outside of the studio and nobody gave me the access. So I had to call around to try to get somebody to come let me in. I'm standing in the hallway with my guest who was at the time, the uh, general manager of Wiley's comedy club, which I end up owning now part of, but yeah, weird coincidence there. But <laughs> speaking of falling into things, yeah, I know, right? but yeah, I, I got on the air. I could remember how to go on the air. I could not remember how to, play a song i couldn't remember anything Mm -hmm. so we talked for about 20 minutes and i ended the show (laughs) it was a disaster (laughs) so yeah that's that's one i wish i had recorded because some of them yeah 
<laughs> so what's uh, how many shows do you have all together? Because I, I think we talked and you had a couple of different radio shows, or is it just... Yeah, I, I do two morning shows. I mean, they're uh, the studios are right next to each other. I do a, a hot AC. It's a, a pop station. I do a six to ten Monday through Friday, and then on uh, KWHW, our sister station, it's a it's the local news, weather, and uh, country music uh, that station. And uh, do the morning show six to ten on there, and then I also do Saturday mornings. I uh, do the morning news and uh, also uh, our call-in swap shop program. Oh, okay. Call-in swap shop program. Yeah. Call, buy, sell, trade, giveaway, or even barry if you want to barry it. You want to barry <laughs> That's Well, the barring's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes you can't buy it. You just, you have to barry <laughs> I got, I got you. But, yeah, that's, <laughs> well, that, that's pretty cool. You're doing a lot of different things in it, and that's uh, – now do you you said you do the news do you i mean I, that that's just straight news because we're going to talk about some news stories later but it's probably a little bit different than no i just do just the local news the, oh, the local okay. news and community calendars that kind of stuff no oh. i'm not i'm not the man on the street i'm not that guy you're not yeah not going around doing the interviews so what did <laughs> you think yeah yeah <laughs> what are some fun local news stories you had out there recently Hmm. Do you get any? Do you get any crazy ones? Because I'm always I'm always into crazy news. Not lately. I I can't even think of the last crazy one. Uh, hmm. No, every everybody's locked down. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> everybody can't do a whole lot crazy when you're in quarantine. I guess. Yeah, that's right. So, and you're you're are you able to get in the station and do your live shows now or? Uh, yeah, I've been able to go back since uh, first to July. Uh, we have, uh, I mean, there's a very small staff. I mean, we've got the office manager, we've got a couple of salespeople, and myself, and uh, the midday guy that we take care of. Uh, between him and myself, we take care of all the programming and uh, uh, everything for all three stations. Uh, oh wow! Between the two of us, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're running the show <laughs> <laughs> and sports and sports. Yeah. That's uh, that, see, I, I, I could never do sports. I don't think I could ever do the sports announcers. I, uh, I just, you, you have to remember too many things about sports and, <laughs> <laughs> and you have, he's like, I uh, lost my interest. Yeah. I guess I could be the good color commentators. <laughs> there you just go. Make really stupid remarks about that. <laughs> That's, that's really what I'm good for in most situations. There's a place for that, though. There is. There is. Yeah. It was, wasn't, uh, was it Dennis Miller that was on the Monday Night Football for a while? Isn't that? A very short while. A very short while. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Probably shouldn't have been. But <laughs> I loved him. I, I like, I've always did like Dennis. Yeah. He, he was okay. Monday Night Football was kind of a weird spot for him, I thought. Mm-hmm. So, where are you located again? We're in Altus, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma, okay. I thought so. I just – I don't mean I thought so as in I heard your voice and I thought he's from Oklahoma. No, yeah, that's I just, Oklahoma. I thought I that's it. what we had said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Oklahoma. <laughs> There's I, only I, two I, things in Oklahoma. Sorry. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the officer and the gentleman, the steers and the – Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I've been through the panhandle. That's all I've ever made it through Oklahoma. 
We're not way far from that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I used to go on a lot of weird trips and just big circles out in the West. I think there was a weekend I'd hit like seven states in like three days. So. Yeah, the because the, the Panhandle you can you can hit like four. Yeah. In the span of about twenty miles. So yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? So uh, where where was I? Sorry, I'm I, here. Here we go with with the lack of <laughs> vodka affecting my show. <laughs> I should, <laughs> I should have never agreed to take call. <laughs> so, uh, where am I, man? Where am I going? Okay, yeah, I'm. Hold on, I, I should probably get some vodka and just say hey, heck with being on call. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so, what what else do you do in in Oklahoma when you're not on the radio? Oh, I run my daughter to everything. Uh, she's uh, oh. 15, almost 16. So, uh, yeah, running her here, there, everywhere. She's involved in music, uh, choir band, uh, drama. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, she's very involved mm-hmm. in everything, too. And you were talking about a lot of animals, too. So. Uh, and yeah, I have yet got to a, hear the <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, they have been wore out today. They uh, see. I, I think I mentioned you. Know, we got quarantined. Uh, my daughter at school. There was uh, a student that she was exposed to, uh, and it means a whole different thing in 2020 than it did before. Anyway, aside from that, um, uh, so we did a self quarantine. So I've been doing my morning show live from my living room table. And so my German shepherd, she lays by, she's laid by my feet every morning, hasn't made a single noise. And uh, people have no idea that I've got animals because I mean, they all just lay here totally quiet. And we got a little seven, seven week old German shepherd. He's laying on the recliner next to me sleeping. And yeah. See, that's good. Every now and then a neighbor makes the slightest noise. I have a, uh, I have a pit bull mix and he just, whether I'm, whether I'm recording or not, he'll just, he'll just go off every now and then. He doesn't care if the on-air lights on or anything. Huh? I know. I know. I put it right next, right next to him. I mean, you'd, think he'd, you'd think he'd know, but no, he just, he just doesn't pay any attention. It's a total lack of respect. I think. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, now, where can we? Where exactly can we find your show again? Uh, you can find it anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, it's everywhere, and actually, today got added even to Amazon Music. So, oh, nice! Uh, uh, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, uh, just search "Good Questions" with Cameron Dole, and uh, you'll find me. And we just—I mean, it's it, it's usually shorter interviews. I do uh, anywhere from four to six. I I think I did seven, uh, but I keep it at about an hour or less. And I I post about five days a week. Wow! Monday Monday through Friday, I post an episode, and uh, yeah, that's... haven't had any, haven't had any problem with content. So that's that was my first concern about doing it that often was having content, but haven't had any problem with content, and actually got. Uh, some really great guests uh, already booked for the next two weeks. Uh, pretty excited. I've got uh, the, the legendary uh, Pat Boone is going to be a, a oh, guest wow. next week. And i uh, got some other great guests uh, coming on. So uh, it, it's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, who, who have been some of your favorites, like your top three favorite guests? 
<laughs> these go all over the place too. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my top favorite guest, no, no questions asked Kevin Costner. That was the, oh, that okay. was the very top. Uh, number two favorite interview of all time. It's actually four. There's there's okay. there's two that are about tied. Uh, number two would probably be Brian Bosworth. Um, he was a OU Sooner football legend and an NFL player, now acting and uh, doing yeah. all that stuff. Uh, he was live in studio. We did a, a movie release with him. Uh, did the movie premiere here in Altus, so that was pretty cool. Um, the, uh, another interesting interview would have been uh, RuPaul. Uh, that was that was rather interesting. Uh, that that would be an interesting one. Absolutely. Yeah, he 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 was a great interview. I, I mean, I had a bla- had a blast with RuPaul, and I had the 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 fourth one, and I totally lost it whenever I said RuPaul. <laughs> Made a lot of good friends over there. Oh, uh, probably Ralph Emery, probably be the next one. Uh, the legendary radio DJ and uh, uh, Nashville Now host. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, I, that's the fun thing about doing this is just, is just me getting getting to meet people and make friends. And there, you know, there's some people I've interviewed that, I mean, I've interviewed. I interviewed them three years ago, and we still talk every now and then. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's why I got into it to begin with is just to just to get to talk to people. I mean, I got into it because I wanted to stay connected with local comics, but it just just kind of grew on me how the opportunities I got to talk with some of these people. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think we're going to take a short break. If you're good with that, I'm good with that. And when we come back, we will, uh, we will cover some of, uh, some fabulous news stories <laughs> or I, I always tend to oversell them. I always tend to over. So these are just great news stories. And then I get there. It's like, Oh, that's dumb. But <laughs> oh, that was crap. <laughs> well, that's, that's the, that's the day, the risk I run by pulling them up as, as we're talking about. Them. Yep. I don't, I don't qualify any of them ahead of time. I just go ahead and say, okay, this is the one we're talking about. Cause it's going to be great. And uh, yeah. They usually are pretty fun. So <laughs> so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the Life Radio Show with more from Cameron Dole and some fantastic news stories. We'll be right back. <clears throat> so people, people always come to me for relationship advice. And one of the most common questions people ask me is, are, hey, how come I can't find my one true love, even though there's all these people out there that are available? Well, as you know, we all have uh, love, love languages where we have to find what it is that um, speaks to us. In another person, but as we've been learning, there there's a lot of us that might have some alien DNA, which makes it so that like our our love language is kind of screwed up because it's like it's alien language, and so it's like this indecipherable nonsense, and so you're trying to find. You want true love, and 
and you got this this crazy whacked out love language that no one could figure out and they're just kind of like I don't I don't know what to deal deal with and then of course you could it could be that there are the people that you're picking or probably they could be uh, they could be descendants of demon seed which which is horrible was horrible. so you got your combination of you alien and you don't know your language is like players there over here and then then, then they're the demon seed huh? and then and maybe because your language is so messed up you're attracted to the people with the demon seed and they're just horrible ain't good for anybody and so it's maybe maybe uh, what you should do is uh instead of trying to find a perfect one maybe you should just go find somebody you don't like at all maybe that's the problem you're not good at picking people you're just always picking the wrong person i mean when you just start off where you just don't like them to begin with and then you got then you got nowhere to go but to like them or you could just yeah i just do them or you could just be alone so, you know some just be your own best friend just, you probably shouldn't be promulgating the species anyway because you're really bad at relationships so you're probably going to screw all the kids too so yeah so uh so in conclusion um quit looking okay
Then my eyes found you, a smile on your face. You wrapped me in your arms, you told me it's okay. I would do How could you still love me After what I'd done to you God, I'm so sorry God, I'm so sorry Hey, this is Don Smith. I want to take a minute to tell you about The Devil's Apple, a new book by my friend William Morris. It's the true and brutally honest story about Bill's own battle with addiction. It was written for those struggling to overcome addiction as well as those watching a loved one struggle. In Bill's own words, you work just as hard to be an addict as you do to be clean and sober. You can find The Devil's Apple on Amazon.com and for a limited time you can get it for free on the Kindle app. Hello, this is Michael Spedden, host of Foul Players Radio. Remember, just because we spell it F-O-W-L doesn't mean it's for the birds. As a matter of fact, every episode features interesting people with fun, fascinating stories about their journeys in the performing arts. Actors, authors, comedians, dancers, musicians, singers, you name it. We're a proud member of the SJ Network. 
Subscribe to us for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Castro, Castbox. You can find us at https foulplayersradio.buzzsprout.com. You can follow us on Facebook or on Twitter at F-O-W-L underscore radio. That's at foul underscore radio. Give us a listen and give us a five-star review. Thanks a lot, folks. The following is an important message from the Nurses Guild of Florida. We know COVID has many scared. Many of our seniors are even afraid to go to the doctors. Just the thought of being exposed to all the people in the waiting room, in addition to the doctor's staff, is a risk many don't want to take right now. However, putting off health care makes most conditions worse. The Nurses Guild has the solution. One that exposes you to just one person. Call your doctor's office and have them order a nursing assessment from the Nurses Guild. We are a five-star Medicare home health agency. Your registered nurse in full PPE will perform a full head-to-toe assessment, vital signs and medication review, pulse oximetry, even an EKG if needed. Lab work and x-rays can also be done at home. Our registered nurse will discuss all of this strictly and directly with your doctor and get you results. All of our nurses and home health aides are fully screened, supervised, and COVID tested. Call the Nurses Guild today to arrange your home health visit at 954-596-9806 in Broward County and 561-826-8937 in Palm Beach County. Remember, health care put off is health care too late. Stay safe during the pandemic. Wear a mask and insist those around you wear a mask. Wash your hands frequently and stay home as much as possible. I was talking to this one woman for a little while and like, uh, this is just does not code for anything. I don't do good, obviously. You've seen me up here, right? You hear me talk? Like, you know, <laughs> she's like, I'm still friends with 85% of my ex-boyfriends. And all I could think is 85% requires a divisor of at least 20. That's... <laughs> That is as far as you can break that fraction down right there. It's like 17 over 20, 85%. What if she meant like 34 out of 40 or 153 boyfriends out of 180? I don't care how you break it down. She's had way too many dudes in her denominator. That's... All right, well, welcome back to the Life Radio Show. We are still zooming along with my guest, Cameron Dole, from Good Questions with Cameron Dole. And uh, we have good news stories for Cameron Dole now. Great news stories. Great. They're fabulous. They're fantastic. (laughs) Whatever other kind of adjective I threw out there for them, they are all that and more. Probably. Uh, Brazilian Senator Chico Rodriguez was caught in a police raid with money hidden between his butt cheeks on Wednesday. A judicial source briefed, briefed, that's nice. A judicial source briefed on the matter told Reuters amid the admitted investigation into the misuse of COVID-19 response funding. Uh, In the Senate, Rodriguez represents the state of Roraima, Raraima, I don't know, uh, and has also been chosen as deputy leader for the agenda of the administration of President Jair Bolsonaro, uh, who won the presidency campaign heavily 
on ending the corruption of previous governments. Rodriguez confirmed in a statement that his house was raided without giving details. He denied wrongdoing and said he had been clean throughout his 30 years in politics. His office did not immediately respond to requests for comment on the cash allegedly found down his pants. An incident that was widely reported in major Brazilian newspapers citing unnamed sources. Whenever you cite unnamed sources about somebody stuffing money down their pants, there's a chance it could be made up. Yeah. <laughs> just, just saying. Especially when the things get political. My, my only thought on the whole thing was that, you know, that whenever they brought him in and uh, found the money in his pants, he was saying, I was keeping it away from my face. You said no eyes, no mouth, no face. Right. He right. It COVID. He was being COVID aware. Yeah, perfectly safe. Perfectly <laughs> safe. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, didn't quite reach all the way to the prison pocket, I guess, is what he he was trying to stuff. <laughs> if you're trying to hide it, it's you know, you gotta sometimes you gotta go a little further if you don't want to be caught. <laughs> uh, there, there was a uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, Bolsonaro, the president, uh, he, he was quoted as saying, there is no corruption in my government and we fight corruption, whoever it is. Well, if you, if you're fighting corruption, you can't really say that there's no corruption. Exactly. You're, you're still fighting it. It's so yeah, that's, <laughs> it's an oxymoron. What, right. I, I, I think there are more than a few morons in that story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because anytime we get anytime we get political, it's it's definitely going to involve a lot of morons. That's uh, that, that's a prerequisite. Exactly, exactly. And in fact, speaking of morons, here's an article for about Harry uh, Harry Reid, uh, <laughs> <laughs> former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid said the U.S. government has been hiding key details about UFOs for years. Uh, why the federal government all these years has covered up, put brake pads on, put brake pads on everything. Hmm. That's a weird way to put it. <laughs> wow. You got to change your brake pads every now and then, Harry. Uh, put brake pads on everything. Stop it. I think it's very, very bad for our country, said Reed in a new documentary, The Phenomenon, for, from director James Fox. Uh, uh, Fox asks, are you saying there's some evidence that still hasn't seen the light of day? And Reed replied, I'm saying most of it hasn't seen the light of day. The film exam examines the history of UFO sightings in the United States and abroad, including new details about the military-confirmed encounters off the coast involving U.S. Navy pilots. So, yeah, I, I, did we, anybody, is this surprising to anyone? I, I, once you mentioned the brake pads, all I could think was... <laughs> All I could think was the handbrake. That's all I was thinking the rest of the time was the handbrake. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's such a weird way to put that. <laughs> put brake pads on everything. There are some things you don't put brake pads on. You put them on your car if you have disc brakes. You don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't put brake pads on like a salad. That's, there's no place for it there. <laughs> Or yeah, uh, uh, there there's no use for litigation and or for for brake pads in Washington D.C. Right. Not right. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot broken. But, yes. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> I don't think brake pads are going to fix what's wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's let's see what else we have up our news sleeves here. Okay, we have a. Uh, 
Kentucky. We're good. We'll go to Kentucky. Uh, it's bound to be good. A Kentucky sheriff's office said deputies responded to a Dollar General store to evict a wild bobcat found perusing the toiletries aisle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, very specific bobcat. He has needs. He knows what he's looking for. <laughs> uh, the Floyd County Sheriff's Office said deputies responded alongside Kentucky State Police and Martin Police Department personnel when the bobcat was reported inside the Dollar General store in Floyd County. The emergency responders were able to, quote, safely capture this bobcat and remove him from the store, the Sheriff's Office said. The Sheriff's Office shared photos of the bobcat being captured in the toiletries aisle of the store. They had to tell us again. Uh, the, bo- the bobcat was released without injury, the sheriff's office said, uh, and apparently without toiletries. My question to this story is in the picture, number one, how many teeth are there? And number two, how many twigs are there between their teeth? <laughs> right. You're talking about the sheriff's or the bobcat? <laughs> Wasn't even thinking about the bobcat. <laughs> Good call. Good call. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's uh, that's this poor little, this poor little Bobcat. There's, it's a tiny little thing. It's not even, there's, there's actually video of it, which you can't see because this is an audio podcast, but there, if you go to, uh, this is on upi.com in their odd news section, it's, it's, it looks like a cute little thing and they're grabbing it by the neck. They just, you know, just get things get out of hand. Where's Pamela Anderson and PETA whenever you need them? Exactly, exactly, because that's (laughs) – speaking of things that uh, PETA might complain about, a U.S. company is offering fans of of breakfast meats the chance to enjoy the scent of sizzling pork anytime they want with a bacon-scented face mask. Hormel Hormel said the black label breathable bacon mask. (laughs) That's lovely. Uses the latest in bacon smell technology to give their wearer the experience of smelling bacon anytime they don the COVID-19 protection accessory. Uh, Bacon fans can register to win a bacon-scented mask until October 28th at breathablebacon.com. Uh, Hormel Black Label breathable, breathable Bacon is a bacon is bacon scented for an irresistibly breathable heavenly aroma that you can keep all to yourself. The website states, Ugh. "Bacon fan." <laughs> I love the smell of bacon. I don't think I'd want it all day. No, and and my thinking on it is, you know, it's like if you're cooking bacon and you leave bacon sitting there while you, and instead of putting it back in the fridge while you're frying the one, you know, it sits out and it gets like all mushy and all that stuff. Yeah. That's all I can, yeah, that's all I can think. You're, you're wrapping that around your face. Yeah, you're just you're just gonna you're even if it's not a greasy face mask, you're going to feel green <laughs> from having smelled, especially Hormel, <laughs> especially Hormel bacon. Can they get a good bacon? You know, and big. everywhere you go, everybody wonders why you want hash browns. Right. <laughs> you know, and this is Sears. People are, gonna, <laughs> people are going to get close enough. They're going to smell bacon. Mm-hmm. That's, this is not a good mask for police officers to wear. You know, as soon as they pull you out, I smell bacon. Oh, seriously! <laughs> and you're, and you know, you're gonna get what? You're gonna get beat. He's going, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you can't insult them nowadays with things <laughs> like that. They take that very personal. And here, the whole time, you're just smelling their their mask. <laughs> it was your mask. You brought it on yourself. 
Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's see. What else? What other fun things do we have in here? Guinness World Records has announced the sale of a plastic crown worn by rapper the notorious B.I.G. during an iconic photo shoot set a new world record when it sold for almost $600,000. At auction, the rapper born Christopher Wallace, also known as Biggie Smalls, wore the plastic crown in 1997 during a King of New York photo shoot for Rap Pages magazine. A photo taken by Baron Claiborne uh, during the shoot became one of the most famous images of the performer. Uh, Sotheby's uh, auction auction house predicted the crown would sell for 200 to 300 thousand dollars but it far exceeded expectations and broke a world record by selling for 594,750 dollars is it a world what world record just the world record for selling a plastic crown at auction it's ridiculous yeah i would <laughs> i wouldn't think that would be something that's that's record worth i mean it's it's great to get that kind of money but uh, was there a previous plastic crown sold yeah i know right <laughs> for such a long, is that, is that a, they broke the record the the previous one was like 18 bucks <laughs> it didn't take much <laughs> apparently not they really overshot anytime you're going to break a record you don't want to break it by some astronomical amount you want to just go in increments that way you can break it again next year and get the glory all over again see there you go it's all about it's all about that pat on the back exactly yep it's that's the attaboy that's all we're ever after (laughs) (laughs) otherwise you know why would you want a plastic crown other than just yeah because biggie smalls had it yeah, I was going. Yeah, I was going to say, who bought it? That's what I want to know. Who bought the notor? Who bought Biggie Smalls' crown? That's that's the question for the ages. Yeah, question for the ages. Because they, they, they don't list it in there, so you, you just have to wonder. Mm. All right, we'll we'll find another one here. <laughs> we'll keep going because these are these. See, they're fantastic, aren't they? They're amazing. <laughs> Uh, one of about 40 cows that escaped from a farm in Victoria, Aust- Australia, was found less than a mile away after wandering onto a resident's trampoline and becoming stuck. Uh, yeah, Kay Lang uh, South Gippsland said, what, that's her name? Bummer. Kay Lang South Gippsland said she spotted the cow on the trampoline outside her home Wednesday night and discovered the bovine was unable to stand up on the bouncy surface. (laughs) Not a lot of trampolining cattle. No, I've never heard of that one before. I I would think, I would think that would be a regular thing in Australia. I mean, just, just from what I've heard about the place, I I should think that their cattle should know know their way around the trampoline. I, I think, I, but and Donna, I have a marketing idea for you on this episode. All right, you've got to go look up that lady's name, and you've got to hashtag it so that way you make sure that she hears your terrible pronunciation of her name. I, I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me write that down. I might. Yeah, I might just. <laughs> I might make her name the episode title. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's but, like, what? Yeah, what does this mean? <laughs> that's a better click and find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my show is clickbait. That's all my titles are. Just 
but no, that no trampolining cattle in, in Australia. You, that's, huh. I'm a little disappointed in that, honestly. I mean, all the, all the cattle you see around here are laying down. So I, I, I can't imagine them wanting to be on the trampoline anyway. Really? I, I don't yeah. know if I, if I was a cow knowing my, knowing my fate, <laughs> I guess that's the thing. They don't know their fate. They're unaware of it. Otherwise they'd say, I'm going to get on this trampoline and have the time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a cow and I was self-aware enough to know my own fate, I would do everything I could to lose weight and look less desirable to butchers. Well, you know, you know how close to reality that all is, right? <laughs> <laughs> if I was a self-aware cow, okay, right there, <laughs> your probability level is pretty low. <laughs> that is very true <laughs> oh let's see we'll we'll do one more <laughs> we'll do one more uh, an ice making machine burst into flames on an ice rink in new york while a driver rode it uh, the Zamboni. Uh, the incident occurred Wednesday during a youth hockey practice, according to sources. While a driver was using the using the Zamboni to clean the ice rink at Bill Gray's Regional Iceplex in Rochester, uh, Rochester Fire Department Lieutenant Ryan Fleming said no one was hurt, including the driver who continued to drive the machine off the rink to a maintenance area while it was on fire, and a couple of youth hockey players who were on the rink at the time. The incident, which has over a million views on social media was sparked by a leaking hydraulic fluid uh, that came into contact with hot components of the vehicle's underside, according to multiple reports. Fleming said the driver put out the fire after he got to the maintenance area. That guy has guts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right around on the ice in a Zamboni that's on fire. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, and, and they think that uh, just because there's ice or water around that a fire will go out. No. I worked bridge. I worked bridge construction. We had a guy that had to stay in a boat all the time in case anything fell off of the off the bridge, and uh, and he had he was a smoker, and he uh, he lit a smoke, and uh, apparently some hydraulic fluid had leaked out on uh, in the river, caught and the uh, and they caught fire. Yeah, the, there was this big fire in the water. Everybody was like, "What in the world?" Yeah, well, being from Ohio, that's not unusual to us. I believe it was the Ohio River. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, just outside of uh, Maysville, Kentucky. Okay. So, yeah, we've had Ohio's had water burning on both sides of us. Because I, <laughs> I remember Lake Erie catching on fire a while back in the uh, Cleveland area, I believe. So, yeah. we <laughs> Welcome to Ohio. We burn. <laughs> I've heard of people being so bad at cooking they burn water, but I've never heard of a whole state just where water just randomly bursts into flames I, that might be a that might be a hint <laughs> that might be yeah. some kind of clue. <laughs> time to move <laughs> yeah perhaps we shouldn't be here okay i just pulled up another one we have to we have to look at this one before we call it a day on the news so let's see what we got. Allegedly, a North Carolina priest uh, urinated on a woman while she was sleeping during <laughs> a flight. <laughs> the incident took during a flight. <laughs> the incident took place earlier this week. Alicia Beverly was flying home to Detroit following a fun trip to Vegas with her sister. After she after she said 
after she said that, wow, who, after she said that she, quote, never been more ready to come back home, <laughs> uh, she called the experience horrifying. <laughs> when she woke up, she said that it, wow, it felt warm, like on the side of me, I felt <laughs> warm. Uh, she <laughs> she pointed to the lower part of her back, and she was shocked to saw the pre, the pastor's private area out, and that he had urinated on her. <laughs> but why? That's what I got to know. That's there has to be the pastor's action were said to have been induced by a sleep aid. <laughs> you say Ambien. Yeah, <laughs> throughout the whole thing, uh, Beverly said the pastor didn't say one word to her. <laughs> <laughs> He's hoping she didn't see. Yeah, <laughs> yep. sleep urinating. It it can happen. It can happen. Wow, wow, that's that's new to me. I, I've <laughs> never heard of that one. I thought maybe it was going to like be some like ritual <laughs> blessing or something. He was going to claim. Yeah. So it's holy water. You are evil. <laughs> May you have a safe rest of your flight. It's, it's, it, it's highly concentrate. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been blessed. You're all right. There That's, you go. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's weird. That's just, how, that's that would not be a good way to wake up right there. That's. I'm for anybody, let alone a priest. And you know that, we, well, you know, he's going to be looking for a job first off. And right. I mean, how do you explain that one? <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, well, why did you leave your last place? It seemed like you were doing really well. Well, <laughs> <laughs> eh, you know how things run, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. I can't, uh, yeah, there's nothing to follow that. I have no news stories that can follow the PP pastor. That's no, that's uh, it. Doesn't get much better than that. No, but, no, it does not. <laughs> I think anything would be better than that. <laughs> I'm going to give you a couple minutes right now. If you have, uh, if if you want, if you want to share with people that you've been on the show, if you want people to find you after having been on this show, I'm going to give you a chance right now. If you have any social media, any websites, uh, you can throw those out now as well as uh, more uh, links to your show. So All right. Ahead. Well, you can, uh, the, the home host of, uh, of the podcast is at anchor.fm. You just type in my name, Cameron Dole. Uh, that'll take you to the home page for, for good questions. Uh, that there you'll find the links to all the other, uh, as well. You can also find me on all socials. Uh, let's see on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all those things. Uh, it's at GQ with cam. That's the show's, uh, handle on everything uh twitter i'm cameron dole let me see instagram it's aka underscore cameron dole or i don't know just gq with cam will take care of everything all right perfect <laughs> hey and i do have one last thing for you okay i told you i told you gps remember i told you that the other day yeah uh i would i th i always thought that gps was good and uh, so anyway i was going to dj a party place i had no idea they, I get within like, it tells me I've got five miles to get to the place, but it's going to take 31 minutes. And I'm like, what in the world? GPS decides to take me down this old country road. I end up in 
fields. I mean, I'm in pasture. It's taking me, and the pasture has like a dirt path that's there, but GPS is telling me the name of this road. And it even takes me through, I had to open up gates on fences. Wow. And I, and uh, go down in creek bottoms and all that stuff. And the whole time I was following, it took me exactly where I was supposed to go. I end up the, about the last 20 yards. I get on a uh, gravel road and there's the house. And there's like roads all around, but it decided for whatever reason, it was going to take me off into the pastures. Yeah. And I got there and I, I said, uh, I said, they said, how'd you get here like this? I said, well, Brad sent me the GPS. And I said, dude, were you guys punking me? And uh, he, somebody had sent it to him, so so we just figured somebody punked us. But, yeah, GPS, good good stuff. Yeah, well, uh, apparently uh, your GPS decided you needed to go on an adventure. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very thought. You have a very thoughtful GPS. If, if yes. you are an adventurous person, I would love that. I would, I would think this is awesome. This is the best GPS ever. <laughs> you know, at first, at first, you get thinking. You're like, okay, I got to be there at a certain time, and you're like, the first five minutes, I'm frustrated, and then after five minutes, it takes me down some places I never thought possible that GPS could take me. And then I just started laughing. I'm just like, this is hilarious. You either laugh or you cry. And I'm just going to, and I laughed my butt off about it. It was hilarious. That's, that's awesome. Well, yeah. That the next thing you know, you're in on, on a train track, you know, going across. <laughs> the yeah. That would, that would be an adventure adventures in GPS. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's an, it's an all podcast in itself. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to write down adventures in GPS. That way, <laughs> I may make that the episode title. I may keep the episode title uh, K Lang South Gippsland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't change that. Yeah, that that it has to be her name, and I'm and I'm going to hashtag her as well. I'm going to look her up on Facebook as soon as I'm off here. I'm going to send her a friend friend request. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you know, if we're going to talk about her this much, I'm going to get on her about not teaching the local cattle how to use a trampoline. Yeah, we need to see about setting up. There's got to be like a fund that that'll help with that. There has to be. If not, we'll create it. We'll we'll, we'll get, call Sarah call Sarah McLaughlin make a make a promo and oh, yeah. oh man, the millions will just come in. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks a lot for being on the show. <laughs> Great talking to you. And uh, thanks for listening to the Life Radio Show. Like I keep telling you guys, if you keep listening, uh, I'll just keep making them. All right. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Life Radio Show podcast. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, if you want to listen live, we are on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM. You can also stream the show live at WWSU1069.org, and we go Facebook Live at the Life Radio Show's Facebook page. If you have suggestions or comments, feel free to email thelife1069 at gmail.com. Overwhelms me. A brutal presence. Any time you got cash tucked between the butt cheeks, that's a good thing to start talking about.